Attention all. Do you have a passion you want to showcase or have a drive to inspire the community? Apply for the Centennial Campus Community Programming Grant today at go.ncsu.edu slash grant for a chance to earn $2,000. The views and opinions expressed during Eye on the Triangle do not represent WKNC or NC State student media. Your dial is currently tuned to Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1. Thanks for listening. Most students who come to NC State usually in one way or another end up meeting with and getting to know many people in their suite and surrounding floors. One person in particular is someone who has a lot of responsibility despite only managing one floor in their dorm. That person is a resident advisor, or RIA for short. Their job is to help out students on their floor in any way possible in order to help them enjoy their time here at NC State. In order to dive deep into the job of a resident advisor and who a resident advisor is, I will speak to Aria Kaiser, a junior here at NC State studying human biology in charge of the sixth floor in Building E of the Avon Ferry Complex. She will sit down with me today to talk about what goes into being an RA at NC State, as well as responsibilities, goals, and impact it has had on her school and professional life. We will also dig a little deeper into what COVID has done to impact her role as an RA and how she has adjusted to the times to do the duties she has been told to do. Ms. Kaiser, welcome to Eye on the Triangle. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Uh, so we start off the show a little bit, just telling the listeners about a little bit about yourself, just kind of like who you are, what's your major, that kind of stuff, what, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a student at um, NC State. Uh, it's my third year here and I'm studying human biology. Um, I'm also like pretty involved with the Spanish club here. I'm the secretary and I'm a minoring in Spanish. So I hopefully would like to speak Spanish and use that in a future job. Just a little bit about me. So I guess the major question when we go into talking about what is a resident advisor is why did you want to become one? What, what, what was your motivation? My motivation to become a resident advisor was, I guess I wanted to be involved on campus more. And like, I knew I wanted to have a job where I could do that and just be immersed into the community. So this is like a great job that does that. And I'm exposed to like lots of different cultures and people. And so I really love that aspect of the job. So, yeah. So when did you start becoming an RA? Like what was your like first semester as an RA? This is my first semester. So fall 20. Mm -hmm. um, personally, as someone who has applied for being an RA, I, I know a little bit about the process, but can you talk, can you tell us more about this, the process of becoming an RA and your experiences and trials you had to go through in order to become one? Absolutely. So I've only been exposed to like the online version and like the COVID safe application for RAs. So there's an online application and I think it's on like EPAC or the NCSU job posting page. And so it's like a application you fill out and it talks and there's like some questions about like um, diversity and like why you want to be an RA and like who you would like to be around and like you're like just like why would you want to do this? Um, so you fill out an application and then that's usually like the first step. And after that, someone would reach out to you to schedule an interview. And then they ask, you would go to an interview and they'd ask you like questions about like your interests and how you plan to get everyone involved and things like that. 
And then after the interview, that's when that's like basically that patient. So then they would just tell you if they liked you enough to hire you or not. And then I know as part of, you know, being RA, you have to take a class. Could you describe like what kind of like you stuff you do in that class maybe? And like just overall, like, if it, is it hard? Is it easy? Is it just, is it just whatever? Or? I think they had to take a class in the past, but this, I think this might've been like the first year where like it's not required or like we don't have to. So I actually, none of my colleagues have to take it or are taking it either. So. And then yeah. digging deep into uh, a little bit of the responsibilities and job duties that you have to do, what do you usually have to do on a weekly basis as required for your job? Like what, like every week, I'm assuming you probably have something you have to do or something you have, or quota you have to meet, or maybe a duty you have to do every week. Like what kind of stuff are you involved with as part of being RA? So one thing that all RAs do every month is we plan events for our community. So that can be events for like culture and diversity and getting people involved in that, or we can plan events just to get people talking and to meet people around the complex and things like that. So we'll work on that weekly and have that dispersed out throughout the month. And then the other thing is every week we have at least one to two shifts. And in those shifts that can that comprises of um, like check walking around the building every little bit to make sure like everything's okay. And like, there's like no floods or lights out or people locked out or anything like that. And if you're on duty, that means like, you're like on call so like if someone calls then you're like you have to respond and like that might just look like someone's locked out of the building so then you would just like let them in so so things like that have you been called a lot on your on duty so far it's been pretty quiet um typically towards the beginning of the semester it's really busy because like people are just moving in they have like a lot of questions people are, and like sometimes people get locked out because they're getting adjusted to like college life but like right now not really like sometimes we'll get noise complaints and things like that but it, usually it's pretty quiet hopefully and then one thing i've always kind of been curious about as someone who's lived in dorms for most of his college life has been about the monthly checkups or I forgot, I forgot the exact term they're called, but the, uh, the monthly checkups that resident advisors have to do when they sit down with a, a resident and talk about their, uh, you know, what's going on during campus, how are they feeling, their mental health, what they want to, how's it, how they're making friends and all that stuff. Do you think that what, what um, how it's set up is the best way to reach out to your residents, or do you feel like it could be done another way? So, pack chats, I think they are set up pretty well. I like, um, how they are and I like but we we like were mandated to ask like certain types of questions so like I feel like sometimes the questions don't really work but I mean you kind of just like work around it and everyone has like a different way of asking it so I mean I usually just use it as a way to just talk to my resident and like just to see how they are and not really like go like strictly by like all the questions I, I ask them but in my own way you know but yeah I like how they're done I usually have them in my room or in a lounge anywhere like my residents feel comfortable. So, yeah. And then obviously since we're in a, we're in a pandemic, COVID has had an impact on all, everything that's going on. Obviously I knew it was being an RA. How has, how has your role have been, has been an RA have been affected by uh, COVID and how have you adapted to be able to, to navigate the storm of a pandemic that we're in right now? Um, I don't know like how much has really changed our work rather like I know our training over the summer was like all virtual like over zoom so I guess that might have changed like how efficient our training was but like right now 
like when I'm working, it doesn't really change. I mean, I guess I could see it in our programs and events. We do have to think like, oh, if we're serving food, then like we have to be careful or like um, if we can hold it outside, we will because that's outside is usually a little bit, bit better with um, like COVID because there's like free air. But yeah, I say with like programming events, we do have to be more careful and like considering we do, I'm considering like how many people we would think would show up and things like that. And do you usually have a lot of people show up for your events or do you find that as, as a struggle to keep, get people out there because people are kind of just like sheltered in and don't really want to come out? Um, it's a little bit of both. It depends on the event really um, and, the, and the day of the event. So like our weekend events, we usually get a lot more people. We do see a lot of like, resi like repeat residents. So we see like certain residents that go to a lot of the events. And like, sometimes we'll see like a brand new resident that we haven't seen at any of the events. We're just like, oh, okay, awesome. Um, and it, it does depend on like the time and the day because I've, I've heard a lot of feedback from my own residents saying, oh yeah, I just couldn't go because the time or the day I had a lab, I had this or that, I had that. So we do have to like listen to the feedback and is this a good day? Is this not a good day? Is it a good time? Is it too late? Is it too early? So yeah, there's a lot of considerations when planning events like that. And then obviously uh, you you said this is your first semester, so you've been to your, you've been an RA for a few months. So I guess you could tell you could say now, like, what would be some, a positive and a negative? You would say that comes with being an RA. Like, what 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 is a positive that you found, and what is maybe a negative, or maybe just a, a, a maybe something that needs to be worked on that you feel as an RA in the future? Um, definitely positive for me is like learning a, more about other people. I grew up in a really like sheltered home. So I didn't really learn about different cultures and things like that. So being an RA, I'm kind of forced to, cause I, I'm getting to know my residents and they're all from like different backgrounds. I have some foreign exchange students, some people from different states. Um, and that's super cool to like, just to get to know them and like talk casually and not like a really programmed setting and just to get to know them. So that that's probably been my best, my number one positive. And one thing that I've been working on personally is like my conflict, like conflict problem solving things like that like we do have to do things where we have to like address people and be like okay like yeah you do have to follow the rules and that kind of just sucks because like we are like we are there to support our residents and to be there um if they need us but we do have to we do also have to like like follow the rules as well and like make sure they're being followed by everyone so i guess that is a negative so are you so I guess to more elaborate are you saying like is there's a struggle kind of between being like a boss and like kind of being like a another student on campus like that struggle to kind of just be be the resident advisor but also be kind of just one one of the suite mates on the floor yeah sometimes I I want them to come to me if they want to like I want them to see me as like someone they can come to but like they're not going to want to come to someone that's like telling them to do stuff you know so it's hard to find that balance with them sometimes and then I understand that you get uh, compensation as part of this job. Obviously, with any job, you're not just going to do it for free unless it's, you know, a volunteership or some kind of club or something like that. Um, without going into too much personal detail, like I'm not trying to get like into your personal stuff. Could you describe just how that conversation works or just like overall, maybe for like a typical RA, like what do they tell you is like what you get due to your work as an RA? Um, so I know that this is in our contract, so I think it's like pretty much public knowledge and you get it like you can see it when you apply so I think it's pretty okay um so our housing is covered and we, we live here and we like I feel like that's pretty fair we do get some money for a meal plan and then we get like paid um bi-weekly so 
that's pretty much our compensation. And it's pretty fair amongst all RAs too. It's, about the, it's all the same. And and then like, as, as you got chosen for be, uh, being an RA, did you actually get to choose where you lived or were you just kind of like randomly chosen out of like maybe some options you get kind of like how, like when we, when you first joined NC State, you kind of have to pick like three places and they kind of pick from those three places kind of where you get end up. Um, actually, on the application, when you apply, you select what kind of students you would like to be an RA for. So if you want to be with first year students or for transfer students, um, foreign exchange students, students with families, so like that maybe in like a department. Um, so then you can rank those and what you would like to do. So personally, I select to transfer students and first year students as like my number two. But like as for location, I, I think I could, I put my top three and then they just put you wherever, but um, we are RA, so they will place us wherever it is needed. And I, I also lived here in the fair complex last year. So I already know the area pretty well. So I think that's kind of why I was placed here. And, and that might also like decide where you live as well. And now obviously this is a job. So obviously you're gonna put this on your resume. This is something you're gonna talk about to your future employers, your future interviewees or whatever. Uh, who maybe might be in my position asking you about a job, what, ha what impact has it had you on a professional sense? Like, has it, has it led to op more opportunities? Has it allowed you to grow as an individual or a leader? Like, what, what, what impact has it had? Um, I definitely, I didn't see myself as a leader before this job, so it has improved, like, my own, like, self-esteem. I feel more confident talking to people, like, especially, like, strangers. Um, so it's improved, like, my, like, confidence and my, like, just people skills so like I think that's a that's what this job really gives us is like really great people skills also um improved my co conflict problem problem skills so and like you and like like programming skills I suppose like just like constantly having to stay on trend and like thinking like how to do stuff and and of course like listening to everyone and seeing like what would be good so I think those are like my top like professional skills I've like learned obtained. And this is kind of a question I've been asking a lot of people I've been interviewing, but uh, how, how important to you is like social interaction, especially when you're, you're in a, you're in a position where you basically have to interact with people. That's basically in your job description, mm -hmm. but like how important to you is social interaction and how important do you think it is for students to be socially interactive with each other, even if they're online or, you know, only texting in a group meet? I think it is pretty important, um, and it, especially since we've been in a pandemic, um, when we don't have social interaction, we tend to feel more down or maybe more isolated. So I usually try to check in with my residents when I can, or if I see them around, I'll you know say hi and see what's up. And then you, I obviously notice some residents that don't come out of the room, or some residents just telling they just like to be by themselves. So that's fine until like I notice like it might be a problem. So I think. There's a, there's a good amount of social interaction the person can have before, you know, it's like probably too much. Like I also, I, I'm the type of person that might not want to talk all the time. Like my social battery runs out pretty quick. So there's, there's like a little, there's a perfect gray area where there's, you can get just enough, but like, like you're getting just enough. You're like not too little, but not too much. So I think there should just be incorporated in every life. And then this is more of like an opinion type question. Um, so like if someone was listening to this and asking like, oh, what, what, what do I need to do or what qualifications do I need to have to become an RA? What advice or what 
what things would you tell them just in order to help them maybe achieve maybe a goal like coming to RA? Because I know being RA is kind of something that, like you said, allows you to be involved on campus. So what would, what advice or qualifications would you say they would need or need to know in order to become an RA? Yeah. So my number one thing would probably be like, find your reason why. And if that, if it's just to be an RA, like, why do you want to be RA? Cause that's what they're going to ask. And you got to know that answer. And it can't just be like for the compensations. Um, obviously that's a great benefit, but you also like my reason I wanted to be in, um, immersed into the community and have that like driving force to make me get to know people. Um, so I really love that aspect, but it's different for absolutely everyone. So you really got to find your reason why, as far as like what someone should do to become an RA. Um, I would say just like, if you have like a steady good grades, that's like a pretty good indicator. Um, yeah, I mean, and if you have good people skills, you'll probably do, do okay. Um, I know you can can't have you can't be an RA if you have like pending like student conduct things going on so like generally like a good student like and you'd like do pretty good on your interview you, you should be you should be okay I mean I don't know exactly but that's kind of like how I was I had pretty good grades I didn't have any student conduct things so yeah and then my last question is pretty simple uh can you just tell the listeners what do uh what um what they can expect from resident advisors, maybe some people, maybe incoming freshmen that are going to come in the spring, or maybe just people who are going to start moving into a dorm or to like of that kind of stuff. Like what can they expect from a resident advisors? And then maybe like what resources on campus overall that you tend to offer people when they come here as to allow them to kind of to integrate in themselves better on the campus? Yeah, absolutely. So um, for all my incoming students, whether they're transfer or they've already lived here before, they're first year students or Spring Connect students, I always welcome them and show them around the complex if they need to. And I always let them know like where everything's at. Um, so that just depends on where they live. So I would just look out for that from your RH um, for the introduction and be like welcoming. I've met a lot of my residents, parents and guardians and family. So that might also happen. Um, you're our main job is really just to be there as um, support and helping you do well in the semester and in the year. So definitely lean on your RA and take advantage of them and ask questions. Um, a lot of resources I give if asked is um, maybe connecting them with like the counseling center or um, I know there's a lot of like resources in Tally or like the gym. I don't know, it's like a wide variety, variety of um, resources that could be offered to students so it really just depends on like what they would need and then I guess I'm going to add just, like one tiny question um I guess uh have you enjoyed your semester as be being an RA just yeah simple question. I, I love being an RA and getting to know like all my residents it's great and even like different residents on different floors like I just get to know a lot of people well that is all the questions I have for today uh thank you uh Aria for joining me today. I know it was kind of sudden, but I appreciate you joining me and talking to me about this today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Music in today's episode was Sailing by Delicate Steve through the YouTube audio library license. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to listen to more episodes, go to wknc.org slash podcast as we have new episodes coming out every Sunday. This is Johnson Eigman reporting for Eye on the Triangle, signing off.